Hey, this is Doug Benson, and you're listening to Mad Scientist Party Hour? That's always great when somebody does a bumper where they act like they're not aware of the show. My life... Hello there, friends. Welcome back to another episode of Mad Scientist Party Hour. My name's Kevin Kraft, joined once again by a man who's traded his pants and underwear for a rotten salami to slap his boner with. That's Jeff Clark. Presume, motherfucker, not salami. And transmitting to us from the gooey, chocolatey center of the earth, the bearded, booger-eating chud known as... Shuddy boy. Yo. Brat, brat. Brat, brat, indeed, my friend. Ugh. Here we are. We are back. Back once again. For episode 545. Yep. Here they come. It's those scientists, guys. Gonna put some poop and farts in your ears. I don't I know, like it just felt like an, a, an appropriate place for a jingle. <laughs> this should. This is one of the bigger podcasts we've done in a while. We're here to review Jackass Forever, right? Yeah. One of the, I think one of the few things that actually brings all three of us together. Like we can. We there is no argument between us. Jackass rules. Right. Shady boy has a face of a man who has not seen Jackass Forever. Oh no, we went last night. Okay. I squeaked it in at the last minute. Nice. But yeah. Nice. We went and saw it last night. All right. Yeah. That's exciting. You obviously haven't been on Letterboxd today. What? You would have seen that I put up a few reviews this afternoon. Shuddy boy back on Letterboxd. I know you pop in from time to time, but it seems like you're a little bit more active now. That's exciting. Because now I know that you can look at the list of what you've watched. Uh, so we can discuss it on the show. So I know what I've watched recently. Let me see. Do I have? Do I even have that on my my thingy? I see Mark Rinker saw it. Mark Rooster. Oh, he didn't like it all that much, huh? I don't see your thingy up there. What the hell? Popular with friends, jackass. Oh, there we go. Nope. Shuddy, shuddy. There we go. Shuddy. Oh, and you even typed out a review for it. I sure did, because Mark requested that I do that as frequently as possible. <laughs> Kevin, you uh, recently watched Miss Congeniality? <laughs> I just downloaded my podcast. I downloaded this app again. Is yeah, that true? I mean, yeah. like uh, Was that a you choice or a rent rent choice? I'll give you five guesses. That was a you choice. Got it. Incorrect. Four more tries. Yeah, well, is, there, I, I, is, it, is this like what I was saying on my uh, latest snack attack where it's love season and you got to watch some rom-coms because Valentine's Day is coming up? Not necessarily. Um, so I, I did I did Doug Loves Movies over the weekend. So we, we road tripped it down to San Diego and uh, they... Was it know, weird that she had to wear a mask in the audience so she couldn't reveal her identity or did everyone, was everyone chill with that? <laughs> She, I guess she actually we have to wear masks, right? <laughs> she actually wore a shirt that said, "I'm Kevin's girlfriend." Right, right. 
<laughs> come come ask to meet me. Um, the so so Doug does uh, for uh, like on the live shows at least, and a lot of the Zoom shows he'll do the Last Woman Stanton game where Last Woman Standing, I think you changed the name to, where like people in the audience will throw out actresses, and then you have to take turns naming movies they were in until everybody runs out, and then there's one person left as a winner. And the people, the episode dropped this morning, so for people who haven't heard it, the audience suggestions, for some reason I had a feeling, because Doug's been doing this bit for like a couple years now, where he has a name written down in his wallet, and if you suggest that actress's name, he gives you a bunch of money. And He's every- been putting a $20 bill in it each time somebody's guessed incorrectly, so it's yeah. up to like four, around 400 bucks. So they, they, these people threw out all these actresses and like, it was Penelope Cruz and I'm like, oh fuck, I can only name like a couple Penelope Cruz movies. And then somebody suggested Betty White and I'm like, oh my God, did she do Golden Girls the movie? The only fucking Betty White movie I know is Lake Placid. Grandma's Boy. She wasn't in Grandma's Boy. No, you're right. That was the... the... B. Arthur. No, Everybody Loves Raymond. Yeah, her oh, and the mom from the Partridge family. Wasn't the Everyone Loves Raymond mom uh, one of the in-laws from Christmas Vacation? Yep. Yes. Nice. Okay. Yeah. So it was. She was Beverly D'Angelo's mom. Yeah, she waxed her upper lip for years, right? No yep. one ever noticed it. And she has hemorrhoids. <laughs> oh, Bill had a hemorrhoid actually recently, which I don't mean to derail the conversation, but you brought it up, so. <laughs> Man, you almost made Shuddy Boy vomit into his cup. Uh, I just like how he's like, you brought it up. All right. We're, sorry, so they, Kevin. They, then then somebody suggested Elizabeth Taylor, and I'm like, Jesus Christ. You know, I don't know any of these movies. And then it got a little easier when somebody suggested Emily Blunt, and then it still needed another actress to add to the list, so there was actually a game. And my fucking Uncle Ken wouldn't stop raising his hand. Even though Doug was like, okay, we're going to get a female audience member to suggest a name. And he would not stop raising his hand. And my aunt is like trying to pull his arm down and stop him. But he would just put his other arm up. And he's like, man, this one guy just won't stop raising his hand. And after they suggested so many names of like Elizabeth Taylor, Betty White, he was like, all right, fine, we'll go to that guy. And I'm like, that's actually my Uncle Ken. (laughs) And he's like, I know Ava Gardner. He was like, I know who's in I know who's in your wallet. I know it. I, I, I listen to every episode. I'm like, oh my God. He's never listened to an episode. So he throws out Sandra Bullock, which of course has been suggested like a million times. And I'm now I'm trying to go through my, my mental Rolodex. And Sandra Bullock has a ton of rom coms. Like her filmography is heavy on the rom coms. Rom coms are a big blind spot in my filmography. So I'm just sitting there, man, I'm fucked. And I also know how much Rant Rant loves Sandra Bullock. So now I'm feeling twice the pressure. I'm like, oh, she's going to be so bummed out when I can only name like Demolition Man and Speed and Speed 2. <laughs> Cruise Control. Bird Box. I got the I got, I got got the full title in. Don't worry, Shuddy. Okay. But yeah, somebody else got Bird Box. And like, so then it co- comes out and I'm like, I'm fucking sweating and I can feel her trying to like telepathically send me Sandra Bullock rom-com titles. And... When we got back to L.A. and we were trying to figure out what movie to put on, 
she, we've been we've been scrolling before and passed through Miss Congeniality, and she's always like, "Oh, I fucking love that movie. I love that movie." And I'm like, "Yeah, I've never <laughs> seen it. Never seen it." And I was just like, "All right, fine. Let's put it on. We'll watch. We'll watch Miss Congeniality." Trying to fill in my Sandra Bullock filmography blind spots, but she Is also f- revealed she's never seen Demolition Man. So I was like, "Okay." I sat through Miss Congeniality. That means I get to cash in a Sandra Bullock ticket and and get her to watch Demolition Man, which should be one of the greatest days of her life. Which, and I mean, if we're all being honest, there are rom-commy elements to that film. Of course. So it's not too far out of her wheelhouse. Like there is... Like when they fuck with the VR helmets on? Very funny and romantic. Definitely some meat cute. It does turn out that she could possibly be his daughter, but whatever. No, they never teased that in Demolition Man, did they? I don't. I don't remember that part. Yeah, I've seen Demolition Man a, a million years. times. I'm trying to remember. Is that the gummy where talking? I saw that theory, Lenina. Lenina Huxley. Been telling you to stay off a of Reddit, motherfucker. This is what it does to you. <laughs> You guys know that Sylvester Stallone fucked his daughter? <laughs> <laughs> well, how many uh, Demolition Man dicks did Rent Rant suck? We haven't watched it yet, but... Oh, son of a bitch. I, it's nice having that, that card in my back pocket. I introduced her to that Korean zombie show on Netflix, the um, All of Us Are Dead. I'm telling you, that show's like fucking heroin. Yeah, it's getting good reviews. I told you that when I saw the just Netflix profile for it and the screenshots, it gave me, I had I had uh, excitement and interest in it. How many episodes through it are you? I'm ten, and out of twelve, right? Yep. Yeah. yeah, and we started it. I think we watched the first episode in San Diego, and yesterday, it, it's it's like fucking heroin. She couldn't, we couldn't stop like auto playing the next episode. Cause they all end on cliffhangers and it's like, Oh fuck. I got to see what happens. And I think she's up to episode seven now. Cause she watched a few after I passed out, but she's now, I have to pause it. And she's like, I swear I'm going to, I'll be caught up to episode 10 and then we can finish it. Is it, do you like it more or less than a uh, squid game? Hmm. I think I actually like it more than Squid Game. Because I love zombies. I love the zombie genre. But I feel like the market is so oversaturated. And Walking Dead is just such a snooze fest that I feel like that is the show that's probably killed a lot of people's zombies, zombie boners. Yeah, there was just a flood of zombie shit in the market a couple years ago. It's kind of like fried chicken sandwiches are today you know like there's like zombie land <laughs> walking dead there's a bunch that's of a, stuff it's a great jeff yeah. clark analogy yeah but you know what i'm talking about right i mean like 2000 and probably 2000 like 11 to 2014 was just like zombie yeah zombie season and it's still going i mean Zack snyder put out the army of the dead on netflix and i feel like I was getting over it a little bit, and then when I saw Train to Busan, I was like, oh, fuck yeah, that kicked ass. And the zombies in All of Us Are Dead are very, very Train to Busan-y. And, it, I mean, it's it's sick. If you haven't started it yet, you got to check it out. It's so fucking addictive. It's so, like, uh, 
stressful and anxiety ridden. It's very tense. There's a lot of zombie action. Not like Walking Dead, where it's just a bunch of emo pussies sitting around a campfire whining, looking all smelly and shit. Walking Dead didn't bum me out like it bummed you out. I just got done with it after, like, spoiler alert, Greg died. Wait. Greg? Did he die? Well, there's nobody named Greg, so. You must be thinking of Glenn. Glenn. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. When he died, I was like, all right, I'm kind of done. Yeah. Um, when, I, when Negan came back, I just didn't watch it. And I thought the guy who played Negan did like a really good job. I just wasn't, I just wasn't interested for whatever reason. I actually read past that point in the comic too. Sorry, Shetty, go ahead. I didn't even make it that far before I bailed on it. On the show yeah. or the comic? On the show. I read the comic all the way through. Yeah, the comic was rad. I don't know how they whiffed it on, you know taking it from page to screen, but I just feel like the zombie to your point, the zombie idea is such a strong foundation for like storytelling. Yeah. That it's hard. Like you can't really murder that genre. You can't No, it's not, it's not really possible. I hear what you're saying. It got oversaturated. I'm with you. I, I glommed onto that point, but hashtag alive with someone recent, right? That kicked Uh, ass. I love that. Did I say that wrong as no, well? No, no. Hashtag no, no, I'm That's... laughing at a comment Mark put on my Letterboxd review uh, uh, of Jackass Forever. Sorry. No, it's all good. No. Um, yeah, I just like the, the the zombie shit. Even even me, who's not into that kind of stuff, typically, I'm I'm down for a good zombie story here or there. So I've been I don't know what I've been waiting for. Probably just betting so much sports and stuff, but I haven't been able to get to the 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 Netflix zombie. Uh, series. It's it's worth it. As somebody who loves zombie movies, I mean, I have a fucking zombie half sleeve tattoo. Um, it's it's and a demon sperm and it and sperm. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> nothing nothing to do with anything, but yeah, thank you. Nah, it has everything to do with everything. Though. <laughs> it's definitely worth a watch. It is not the same old retreaded zombie bullshit. It's it's sick. I love it. Um, but I got to say though, I feel like. If a zombie apocalypse happened in the real world, Jeff would totally be that guy in the group that gets bitten and then conceals it from everybody. Oh, for sure. For sure. No, oh, yeah, I'm no. taking all you bitches out with me. I didn't get bitten. Nope. That's a birthmark. <laughs> oh, that's just ketchup. Not... I spilled I spilled some of my fries. Yeah, I'm not bleeding out of my arm. I'm huh. not bleeding. You're bleeding. And then Jeff turns, and then we have to fucking kill him, and in the scuffle, he bites somebody else, and then and then we're fucked. Yeah, it'd probably be you, though, knowing your luck. But I'm the one that you bite? Yeah. Yeah, probably. I'd be sitting there while you're, like... And you probably bite me on my ass or my dick. <laughs> Wait, I'm a gay zombie? That's <laughs> terrible. Well, yeah, because now, now you don't... I mean, not, not, that, not that there's anything wrong with that. I'm just saying. <laughs> this, yeah, once, you're zo- once the zombie brain takes over and, like, all of your inhibitions and, uh, you know, inner shields are down... And you just, you're, the zombie, like, you're just functioning on natural instinct, you know? You're just being your true inner Jeff, and you go right for the penis. Ah. Uh, hopefully I'd bite at Rent Rest boobs instead, but <laughs> maybe you're right. I don't know. Maybe I would go for your dick. <laughs> By the way, speaking of Doug Loves Movies, I do have to give a shout-out to um, Puminati member Justin, who... After the show, I just, I went backstage with everybody and was hanging out and chatting with Doug and... 
um, Chad Daniels and Pre, uh, Bree Pruitt, who are the guests. I was just hanging out with them for a little bit, and uh, Alicia, Doug's girlfriend. And it just, I didn't realize that they were clearing the club out. So when I got done, done, you know, chopping it up with them, I went upstairs and I met up with, you know, Rent Ran, my, my relatives. And they're like, yeah, some guy came up and said um, he, he listens to MSPH. And I guess his Uber came and I didn't get a ch- chance to say hi to him. So this is me making up for it. Sorry, Justin, but hello. Thank you for coming out. Um, sorry, I was a fart face and lost track of time. Big time to go hang out in the Doug Benson green room. You fart face, Jeff. Diva craft. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. Typical diva behavior out of him. Yeah, I'd love to These talk to you. Will I pussies. see you in Doug's green room? No? Well, oh, well sorry. Maybe you're time. not you're not famous enough for me to associate with you. Yeah, don't worry, Justin. He'd do the same thing to me. Don't listen to these two fucking cackling hens. <laughs> Justin knows better. Yeah, he you're already his third favorite. Now you're probably. below Leonard the weed pickle. <laughs> yeah, he probably likes poop. You might be below poop stachio. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> that's that's you don't get any lower than that. <laughs> oh man. Um well, I guess we should just get into it then. What did you guys think? Let's fucking do it. Jackass forever. Yeah, we broke down. It was our uh, like our second date night since the beginning of the pandemic, right? Um, what a I mean, treasure you, this film was. Not if you don't count the six two six night market. All right, third. Fair enough. This was this was epic. I mean. We, we talked about it beforehand. It was there was very little chance there was going to be any like failure in this. Yeah, the 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 floor of this was very high. Absolutely. And I, the like, only, I mean, it it was always going to be fun as hell. It was just how far above that was it going to go? And I I I I mean, obviously, I was super high when I saw this. Uh, I laughed hysterically and so hard at least three times that tears were pouring out of my eyes. I just, I could not take it. It was at some points specifically where they locked everybody in the room in complete darkness. Yeah, that was, that was a weird one. It was like, there wasn't a ton of pain associated with that one, even though there was, but it was mostly just psychologically fucking with them and then just watching them all spaz out. That was that was an interesting take on the whole um, jackass medium, but very enjoyable. I, and I feel like they paired people up well, too, because they did it two at a time. And um, that new guy, they, they introduced a whole bunch of new guys, and that guy Poopies is, <laughs> Poopies is very entertaining. Yeah, we need him on MSPH, for God's sakes. Yeah, I, I feel like that might be... I know people tend to skip episodes where we have guests, so we don't really do it that often, but how could you how could you turn down an episode with poopies? We de- we should definitely try and get poopies. I think we could, we could na- land him. Yeah, because I have a lot of questions for poopies. We even got a, a screening, because myself and House Clark <laughs> went and saw it at the, the Chinese Theater, and... We got a screening that had, um, I think there was like a 15-minute bonus 
clip at the end of it, which we thought was yeah. going to be more stunts, but it ended up just being a, like mostly just them, Jeff Tremaine chatting with the the new cast additions. Um, completely forgot where I was going with this, but uh, poopies, poopies, yeah. Like I I've heard more about poopies origin story and apparently when they were filming some promo content for shark week poopies got attacked by an actual shark in the ocean (laughs) and i thought maybe they would put that in the movie and they didn't but uh i don't know poopies poopies i mean very fun name to say even yeah i like how he, he did he say during the actual movie or in the 15 minute after the credits where he was like i wanted it to be shitty is that was a better name? yeah yeah <laughs> he said it like evolved hilarious. from like stinkies to poopies to shitties and stuff and poopies was the one that stuck and i think that the whole story so he just glossed over it real quick he's like yeah one time me and my friends thought it would be funny and we were bored so i pooped in the street apparently he <laughs> went to like a busy intersection pulled his pants down took a shit in the middle of it got arrested and was on the news man that's awesome. Yeah, he definitely glossed over that. Yeah, and I think he was still like a kid when he did it because he was like a kid imitating Jackass, which was another thing I found very strange because Jackass always has all these disclaimers. Don't you or any of your little buddies try this? Um, when it was on MTV, the disclaimer said, don't send us any footage. We will not open or view it. And then they plucked a whole bunch of people off of YouTube that straight up said, we grew up watching Jackass and imitating it. And then they got to be cast. Well, Jackass was with was in was with uh, or Jasper was with Tyler the Creator. That's where he came from because I looked at his Instagram. I looked some of these people up afterwards, and that guy Jasper has like a huge fucking social media presence. Yeah, I think Jasper was in Loiter Squad. Oh, with, with yeah, Tyler and Earl Sweatshirt. Yep. Okay. Yeah. I've only seen a few episodes of Loiter Squad, but I remember it being very funny. I actually signed paperwork. Um, I signed a release form because yeah, I was in the background when they were shooting Loiter Squad. But he's in Odd Future. Me. Okay. With Tyler. Shit, dude. I wonder if like Rich has ever met him. Because Tyler, the creator, went to high school with, with Rich, our homie Rich. No way. Really? Yeah, Louis... Uh, Losinger, I think it's called. Same school as Russell Westbrook. So if if Jasper was at that school as well, maybe they all skated together. This That's also had me new. thinking, like if we just stuck with Slow Children, because Slow Children stopped doing stunts around the time when YouTube became popular. So we really just fucking gave up at the worst possible time. <laughs> For real. And like, I wonder if we kept going and filming stuff and like built an audience if. Somebody from Slow Children could have been plucked into the Jackass cast when they were introducing newbies. R- recruited? Yeah. Although, I don't recruited know. We're big leagues. We're all fucking 39 and 40 now. Like, yeah, we're not much younger than the Jackass guys. So it, it, it's not really bringing in new blood <laughs> if, if we're just going to retire. Yeah. Well, you could have been plucked for the last Jackass and then already been on the team for this one. I guess if you kept going when YouTube got big. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it was, it was, I I, I like, I feel like Aaron got it the worst. I think, I think Aaron always gets, I I feel like him, he goes the hardest. Dave England goes pretty hard. Preston always gets the shit end too. And usually, 
I mean, he mostly just gets stuff evolve- involving him being fat. Oh, the right. thing where they, they like box his nuts with a power tool is pretty funny. Aaron like does legitimately dangerous things very, very often. Yeah. I mean, there was there was a stunt he did for a jackass movie that got cut and it's it was fucking insane. They they tied a string around one of his teeth and then tied the other end of Bam's Lamborghini and then coiled the rope up so the Lamborghini could like reach top speed before the, it became taut and pulled the tooth out of his head. But they picked one of like the front teeth that has those long roots. So when it pulled and went forward, it fractured his skull. Fuck, dude. And they cut it out of the movie. Uh, how do you cut? Yeah, seriously. I would, be, I would be so pissed if I were him if I went that hard on a stunt and it just didn't even... It got left on the editing floor. Like, I could see how, like, okay, you pulled a guy's tooth out. That seems incredibly gnarly. But, like, maybe it's one of those things, because when we were doing stunts, there were times where I did stuff that hurt really, really fucking bad. And then when you look back at the footage, it looks lame as shit. And you're like, God damn it, why did I get why did I get so hurt for such a lame thing? <laughs> you lit me on fire. <laughs> didn't even look cool. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, all the times we did that, it did look cool. Uh, that enough. was one... Those were the ones that we got right. I mean, one of the coolest ones I ever did, I can't even post anywhere, because we did set... Did you say the N-word? Oh, Jesus. No. We set my, <laughs> we set my pubes on fire um, with boot cleaning spray, which was apparently insanely flammable. So they, I, I, have, I pulled my pants down and had my big, hairy, shuddy bush hanging out, and somebody was just misting it with this boot spray. And while they were misting, somebody reached in real quick with the lighter, which wasn't supposed to happen, and lit the lighter when they sprayed, and it shot a fireball out. And then when my pubes caught on fire, the flames were so high, they went up to my chin. And then I pulled my pants down and had to smack my dick to put the fire out. So you just see my flaming bush and me just backhanding my dick and nuts while they're flopping around. Well, okay. And I can't put that on uh, YouTube. I can't put that on Instagram. Could have been the original poopies. We need to... <laughs> <laughs> what was if if the boot spray wasn't meant to be lit on fire what was the purpose of spraying it on your pubes no we were going to set it on fire but it somebody just put the lighter in like we were going to spray it and then light it okay so somebody you weren't going to use a boot spray blowtorch you were no just... Okay. We were going to spray right. it on my pubes and then light hold the lighter up to my pubes, not shoot a fucking fireball okay. out in the middle of All it. All right. And I was concerned. I was wondering what you were doing with if the fire wasn't supposed to be involved at all. I did burn my penis. That sucks. The, the bee skit was pretty gnarly. Yeah. Man, there's a lot of penises in Jackass Forever. Yeah, that was my one, like, the one, I'll actually probably take away a partial dick because of the dicks. As soon <laughs> How as ironic. I, as soon as I, that's exactly what I said to Sharon. Uh, I, I said, um, she mentioned that some of the stuff she said, you see a lot of dicks. And so I use, for most movies, I use the Run P app. So I know when's a good spot to take a pee if I have to. What? What a fucking you! What you're a not nugget. familiar I, with I've this. Never heard of this. This is a good idea. 
So it's run P and you pick a movie and somebody who's seen it usually at a pre-screening or the very first screening opening day writes a review and inserts where the best P time is gives you a synopsis of the scene. So if you do go P, you know what happened. And if you put your phone on airplane mode, it'll do like an alarm at the P, like 30 seconds before the P time. And then you'll get your, no- the notification and you know, to go to Whoa. the bathroom. Man, That's a cool fucking app. Dude. I'd, I'd love to see what they say for um, the power of the dog. It's like, you can pretty much go take a piss throughout the entire runtime. <laughs> Yeah, actually, just stay in the bathroom. You'll enjoy that well, better. I mean, <laughs> movies at home don't you don't really you can pause. Yeah, for sure. So you don't really need to use the app for that. But well, way to but way to it, add on to that joke, Shuddy Boy. This is a skit movie. You can go at any time, and you'll and it recommended um, the setup for the for the blackout scene as the time to go pee. But it also said that you see everybody's penis. That was, so I knew that going in and I was like, wonder how Jeff's going to feel about that. Oh, maybe want to bite them. <laughs> Terrible. I believe it, it made his mouth water. <laughs> um, That's what but, Jeff's review on letterbox D said is like, Oh, I was just salivating the whole time. So we're when we got there last night, it was a seven o'clock show. There were four other people in the theater. So it was I was so stoked. It was gonna be great. And then just before the movie starts, a family of garbage people show up. Oh no. What what const- what made them garbage people? With their five year old son. What? Perfect. That's fine. <laughs> Uh, what made them garbage people was the fact that all four of them talked at normal volume throughout the entirety of the film, you didn't including like, the five-year-old up. who would not shut the fuck up. Hey, shut that fucking kid up. And then they left uh, about five pan- pounds of candy wrappers they brought from home on the floor. Shuddy Boy hates litter bugs. They were just scummy people. That's what makes them garbage people. But I did not deduct from my score. But what made me laugh was Mark's comment on my Letterboxd review because I included them in it said, anyone who takes a five-year-old to this movie should be shot point blank in both eyes. Nice. Get him. Get him, Shuddy. (laughs) No, that was Mark. Oh. I thought he commented on that part of your review. No, that was his comment on my review. That's what had me laughing. Earlier. So the two of you went and saw it together. No, oh, I went. I went with Sharon last night. Man, it's it's it. It kind of makes me sad in my heart that Mark Mark Rooster only gave it um, three and a half dicks. Well, what did Mark Rooster rate the other ones? Let's. Oh, I mean, what was what was his issues with it? I, I liked how the, the old cast age and how they participated in this despite their age. Like they allowed some of the some gnarly stuff to go to the younger guys, which is cool and makes sense. But they still got after it in a pretty heavy way. Yeah. Like Steve O's B shit was just 
it, it was insane. It honestly it was insane. As I was watching, it was just gr- I couldn't even really watch most of it, but holy shit. So Mark hasn't rated Jackass 1 or Jackass 2, and he gave Jackass 3D three stars. Wow. Well, so where you, So let's talk a couple of the stunts. Kevin. His when, review of Jackass 3D, this movie almost exceeds my capacity for viewing shit and puke. <laughs> what were you going to well, ask, Jeff? Which, which I think Johnny Knoxville is almost like underrated. I'll talk about that in a second, but which stunt would you rather do? Would you rather do the Steve-O bee on, bees on the, on the nuts, on the dick, or the Johnny Knoxville uh, magic trick with the bolt? Oh, I'll take the bees. Really? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Remember, we were talking about that Kamel uh, and Johnny movie where him and the girl have like a choice between the hot bacon grease or the fucking kick from the horse. Yeah. 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 I feel like this is a very similar thing, but actual real life. So you'd go with the beat. Yeah. Johnny Knoxville, the bull Johnny Knoxville got, got brain damage from that bull stunt. Yeah. uh, Well, it's an original stunt for you. So there's a chance that maybe you land, right. (laughs) You know, you don't land where you fucking, crush your uh break multiple bones i don't know how how like there's any good end to the bees being all over your cock like that there's no way you can get out of that without it being terrible yeah i mean he got i'm sure he got stung on his penis a bunch but they mostly just focused how much he got stung on his nutsack i feel like a bull goring me with my luck the horn is gonna like it right up your butthole. It's gonna go up my butthole or sever my penis, or just like pierce my nutsack and my penis at the same time. I I, I don't like my chances with with the bull. I've been stung by bees before. Uh, I one time stepped on a bee hole, <laughs> and <laughs> a bunch of bees like swarmed and attacked me, and that sucked. But I was like fucking ten, and I handled it. I feel like I've I have a better chance of surviving. A bunch of bees stinging my penis and nutsack, rather what if than you're highly allergic and you just don't know it. Well, I got attacked by a swarm of bees once, so I'm not. All right, that's fair. I forgot we, you just said that literally. Suck on my dick. <laughs> so I think like Johnny Knoxville is like almost like the front man for the Jackass group, right? Yeah. But, like, he goes fucking hard. And he shows up to stunts and does stunts that other guys don't do. And I think about, like, my maybe my favorite one of any of the Jackass movies was when they did the the, the riot shotgun shit. Was oh, that the yeah. first Jackass, right? I think, I it think was so, yeah. Where they were testing out, like, riot shotgun bags. And they had to just get shot in, like, the fucking, I don't know, like, a shooting range room with one of these riot shotgun bags and they're testing it. Right. And they're all seeing what they're getting into and Bam Margera. And I think it was Ryan Dunn, the late Ryan Dunn. were like, fuck that. And just like walked out the room and Johnny Knoxville took it like a G and it was like, he does shit like that, like the bull. No one was going to do the bull, but Johnny Knoxville does the bull. And, and I, I feel just like, think, like anytime they, they have a stunt where they all try it, Knoxville somehow always gets the worst end of it. Yeah, dude. Like in every movie, when they all do the same stunt, 
he gets thrashed the worst. It even happened in this one when they do the the marching band when they all jump on an active treadmill while yeah. holding big brass instruments. He fucking cracks his head open and gets a concussion. Which I thought that that stunt caused a little bit of confusion because I thought Bam wasn't in this at all. Wait, Bam was in that? Bam was in that stunt. I didn't even see I didn't see that. You really didn't? Yeah, Bam was Bam was the trombone. No way. No shit. But Cheech mentioned this, I think, at dinner beforehand, right? Yeah. And I thought I thought like when we went when the whole movie ends, so the during the credits they do like a little tribute to Ryan Dunn. So I thought maybe Bam was like in the background of one of the old footage things they showed of of Dunn. But I could have been wrong. It's in, it's just insane to think that like Jackass three came out in twenty ten. Ryan Dunn died in twenty eleven, and they this is like twenty twenty two is like the next Jackass movie. Yeah. Um, it sucks that Bam couldn't be in it, but whatever. It's kind of a depressing story we don't need to touch on. Yeah, they always seem to do, I think after Jackass 2, they, they put out Jackass 2.5 that had a whole bunch of stuff that they shot that didn't make it in, and then they did Jackass 3.5. So maybe if, if at some point down the road, you know, they make amends and everybody makes up, maybe they'll do a Jackass 4.5 and release a cut with all the bam stunts that he shot dude another one the uh the aaron cup test was just next level gnarly oh my god next level gnarly aaron's out of his fucking mind i think knoxville gets it the worst when they choose to do stunts out of like everybody doing it but aaron with the cup test and getting strapped in and having a bear released on him like even bear I, that was one that also had me crying while I was laughing so hard. I didn't like, obviously there's nothing he could do cause he's strapped to the chair, but I thought he was like absurdly calm. Like I probably, I would, I would have started crying for sure. Like when that, when that <laughs> bear puts its mouth around my, went around my hand, like I'm probably like fucking going nuts at that point. Yeah. Like I might break the constraints. I'm going to go that crazy. Probably not, but I don't know. Was he duct taped in or was it like legit? I can't remember. I know he was like strapped into like a, like an electrical chip. Like yeah. Electric, oh, and, yeah. He's not breaking He was out. like leather strapped in. Yeah. They, he was not going anywhere. Cause what's his face? Uh, as a Jasper's dad, Jark, uh, Dark Shark, Dark Shark actually like broke, like out of the duct taped tape. him to the fucking chair. He broke out of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Dark gotta, Shark was a scene stealer, both uh, every time he was on the screen. Wait, was it was it Dark Shark or Dark Shark? I thought it was Dark Dark Shark, shark with a K. <laughs> I thought it was Shark. No. Oh man, that would have been a funnier name. Actually, we gotta find. We should call Earl Dark Shark. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I, I. It's hard to grade a Jackass movie because it's. There's no narrative. It's just stunts and funniness and laughing from start to finish. But I feel like it's safe to say that Jackass Forever was a four and a half dicker. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, 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 there's really no fat in it. It's just like fucking awesome from, from the start to the beginning. It's just 
Austin. From the start to the beginning, huh? Or start to the end. Sorry. <laughs> they should put that on the on the on the the blue Blu Ray release. Jeff Clark says it's a laugh from the beginning to the start. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, we had a narrator in our in our uh, theater as well. Jesus Christ, that guy sucked. Man, that guy sucked. So there's this guy who is like, actually, you could probably explain it better, Kev. You're better at these storytelling things. I don't even know what was happening. Like we had a, it was a he really was clearly wasted. Yeah, which we've picked up on, on at the end. Yeah, dude was thrashed. And we had a really interesting theater full of people. I mean, it wasn't full because we went Thursday night, but I feel like there was a lot of people our age or younger, and they kind of, I don't know, they, some of them look a little scumbaggy. Some of them look like they <laughs> might have done jackass stunts back in the day themselves. And it was it was a bit of a rowdy group. But then this one fucking guy... Like a stunt would happen and people were were laughing. And then when the laughing trailed off, this guy was still like, ha, 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 just doing the most exaggerated over laughing. And like when somebody was about to do a stunt, he would scream their name out at the top of his lungs. And guy was just flipping the fuck out, just screaming. And then it, it got, to, I think there was 10 minutes left in the movie and he just got up and stumbled out. It was really weird. Yeah, like he fell up the stairs and like couldn't get up for a good like five, ten seconds. It was a trip. I think he yelled once, you guys only react when there's blood or shit or something like that. Something weird. Like I would not shut the fuck up. Yeah, and I he think, sucked. I think he was like trying to, he got caught up in it and he he was like, oh, these guys on, on screen are getting laughs. I want to get some laughs right here in this theater. So he starts yelling things and everybody was like, oh my God, let's guy shut the fuck up. Do people do that? And I feel like I notice it more and more nowadays. Like people want to like be part of the the, the movie, like the show. Yeah, it's, like, it's that, and I think that people have gotten so used to watching everything at home, where they can just talk however they fucking want and forget their manners when they're at an actual movie theater. Have you guys ever been told to be quiet in a movie theater? Yes. Yeah. Yes. My friend I went and saw Titanic when I was 13 and I would not shut up during it. <laughs> oh, that boat looks <laughs> Until so some fake. guy told me to shut up. <laughs> I actually I went and saw Ernest Scared Stupid in the theater with my friend and we laughed so hard during the opening credits that an usher had to came come and tell us to be quiet or they were going to throw us out. And I was like Man, it's two fucking kids watching an Ernest movie laughing. How do you have a problem with this? Well, they don't Man, make the rules, all right? I got to say, I dealt with some movie theater fuckery this weekend. So I also, you know, Jeff and I and, you know, Bill and Cheech saw Jackass on Thursday. And then myself and Rent Ray went and saw Moonfall on Friday. So I got, my mom got me, um fandango gift certificates for my birthday or not my birth for christmas so i got all of our tickets through fandango and i show i got to the theater before house clark did and the when i booked the the booking it said take this code to the box office for your tickets and i was like all right that seems a little weird but whatever so i took a picture of it and i go in and i go to the lady at the booth and i'm like hey i got um i got my tickets through fandango here's the code and she looked at it, and she just kept going like, uh, 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 okay, I, 
you're good. Go ahead. And I'm like, what? I'm like, where do I go for like the tickets and stuff? She's like, you can just go into the theater. It's up there. And I'm, so I'm, I'm like, I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, okay. But I'm like, well, wait, I don't have the ticket. Like, you don't even know if this is real. And then some guy behind me was like, oh, I think you're in, dude. You're in. You're, you're, I'm pretty sure you're good. I'm like, you realize this is assigned seating, right? I don't know where I'm fucking sitting. Like, what if I'm sitting in somebody else's seat? And she's like, oh, yeah, um, go to that table over there and ask them. So they were doing one of those. In L.A., they do these a lot. You can get on a mailing list or sign up to get a free screening of a movie before it comes out. And they do them mostly at theaters. So the studio will set up a table for the check-in for that like one screening of their movie. And I know this, so I'm like, okay, she's sending me to the wrong place, but I'm going to go over there anyway. And they were like, yeah, we work for the studio. We don't work for the theater. I don't know why an employee sent you over to us for jackass, but no, that's not us. So I had to go back over to her, and I'm like, you need to do something with this fucking code. It's Fandango. I need to know which seats I'm in. Did you say it like that, or were you more polite? I was starting to lose my patience. I didn't swear, but I was raising my voice a little bit because it was getting... I couldn't believe how mind-numbingly stupid this was. So she had like three-foot Freddy Krueger fingernails. So she's trying to like, I zoomed in on the code, and she's like holding her fingers out like uh, like doing a peace sign, trying to like pinch my, and zoom on the screen. I'm like, the fuck are you, just, the code is right fucking there. It's right in the middle. Punch that in. And she's like trying to punch it in. She's like, I don't know, it's, it's not working. I don't know. And I'm just, I just go, oh my God, oh my God. And the woman who was standing at the door, like checking people's vaccine cards, was like, let me see. And she walks over, looks at the code, punches it in, and two seconds later, all our tickets printed out. And I was like, fuck me. How the fuck? Am I the first fucking person to come in here with Fandango tickets? And then, and then uh, I went to see Moonfall at the IPIC, and they have, the, it's like one of those theaters where they have reclining seats. And uh, they give you food and stuff. Like you can order like actual food and then they bring it to your, your little trays. And we ordered, I ordered some Sprite because I wanted to put some, some weed lean in there because I knew I was going to need it for Moonfall. And we got uh, a popcorn and they have, they, they do like flavored popcorn. So you can get it with, it says next to the listing on the menu, you can get it with like churro powder and make the popcorn taste like churros, which seems kind of strong. You can just get, you know, that reaction out of my penis. <laughs> you can get, you know, your standard butter and salt. There's, um, I forget what the third one is, but there's like a cheddar, or like a cheese one. You can get it dusted with cheese. Quick question. Yeah. I'm going to buy you some if you haven't had any yet, but have you ever had Chicago corn? Yes. That's like the Fucking candy corn epic. stuff? No, it's like, I don't know. It's like a unique seasoning. <clears throat> Um, Maybe for popcorn, um, like obviously based in Chicago, but there's a local gro- grocery store that has uh, spicy Chicago corn and regular Chicago corn, and it is fucking delicious. I was going to bring you some mm. if you uh, haven't had it. I, I still could anyways. It's that good. I just didn't know. Figure I'd throw it out there. But so I mean, Rant Rant was like, "Hey, let's try that the the cheese one. Let's try the cheese popcorn this time." I was like, "Okay, yeah, let's do it." So, lady comes, takes our orders, put the sprite in. We got some uh, peanut butter M and M's, 
because you know epic why wouldn't you if they're on the menu and then when i was like yeah and i want the a large popcorn with the the cheese one the cheese popcorn and she's like okay 40 minutes go by and nothing came out and i'm looking around and everybody in the theater has their food so i hit the button and she finally comes out and she's like oh yeah there was a, an error the between the ordering machine and the kitchen um but here you go. Sorry it took so long. She puts down a big tub of popcorn and then a bowl of melted cheese. And I was like, what's this? She goes, didn't you say you wanted a side of cheese? <laughs> I was like, what? No. It's right there on the menu. We ordered you know, the, the cheese popcorn. popcorn and the cheese. Like, did she think I just wanted a, a bowl of melted cheese to drink? I was like, what the fuck is going on? And she's like, oh, oh. And then she gave us peanut M&Ms, which, like, I guess, whatever. Like, sure, peanut, peanut butter. But I was like, how did you whiff on everything? How did you fuck everything up? And then I even asked Rent Rent. I'm like, does this happen to you all the time, or is it only when you're with me that everything we order gets fucked up? And she's like, oh, yeah, it's you. (laughs) Every time we go somewhere, your order gets fucked up. That Kevin Kraft luck. You know, someone probably did actually order like a bowl of fucking cheese that they just ate like that. That's why she actually has that, like that memory, like stuck in her head. I'm trying to think what the odds are that Jeff is right. Somebody told the staff at the IPIC theater, I would like a bowl of melted cheese to drink. It wasn't to drink. It would be to dip their popcorn in. But that's I mean, it's not much better. Either way, I mean, once they got to the end of it, you know, they probably, you know, I, milk and cerealed it. Oh, wow. That actually does sound delicious. But I mean, yeah, I mean, she was like, oh, I'll fix this. And all she did was take the bowl of cheese away. <laughs> Both times, the last two times I've gone to the movie theater, uh, I've been unable to get nachos because of supply chain issues fucking biden unbelievable why is biden eating all of our nachos last when we went and saw no way home uh can't eat nachos or you can't not have nachos for that i ordered nachos and they were like well we don't have cheese do you still want it with salsa and i was like no i'm not i don't want chips and salsa i want chips and fucking cheese and then this time they didn't have chips, but they had cheese. Interesting. They tell you that it's because of the Democratic administration. No, I, I'm just saying supply chain issues. So I had to settle for pretzel bites with cheese. I mean, that's a that's not a it's not bad at all. It's not a bad runner-up prize. No, it's not. But it's not nachos. But Kevin, I mean, you've worked at McDonald's for, you know, years. I've worked in restaurants. I mean, you've heard a million different stupid, ridiculous orders that you probably, I don't know, like working there, you almost like assume the worst in people now moving forward. So if you think about it, someone probably actually ordered a bowl of cheese. Yeah, but I mean, it wasn't like I threw a curveball. I ordered something on the menu. That would be like if somebody ordered a Big Mac with cheese. And I gave them a Big Mac and a bowl of cheese with it. <laughs> yeah. Quarter pounder with cheese. And yeah. Give them a bowl of cheese. It's like, well, I don't understand the problem here. Here is a quarter pound of meat on a plate. And here's a giant bowl of cheese. That's a quarter pounder with cheese. What? Why am exactly I the asshole what you said, here? right? Yeah. It's exactly what you said. <laughs> <laughs> 
But anyway, we did we did watch Moonfall, which I I went into with a low bar. I just like watching cities get destroyed. I like those big dumb action movies, the big apocalypse Roland Emmerich movies. I mean, he he nailed it with Independence Day cuz Independence Day is a great movie and you get to see all the stuff get destroyed. I wonder who writes the script for that. Does he write his own script? I think he might have. I think he might have written so, this with somebody. So this motherfucker banged out the Bill Pullman monologue? That I don't know. I, th- I know he wrote... Let me see. I'll look it up. I know that he, is one of the better monologues and speeches in movie history. Yeah. Um, indie pen. Okay. Let's see who wrote this. Wow. And... I thought it would have a higher rating on IMDb. It's just a flat seven. Okay, yeah. Him, he is one of two writers for Independence Day, Roland Emmerich. Um, but I don't know. I like those. And I feel like a lot of them are kind of like uh, like old kung fu movies or Jackie Chan movies. You're not really there for the story and the bits in between the fighting. You tolerate those until you get to the fight scenes and then you're like, fuck yeah. Oh, fuck yeah, hit him with a ladder and a chair at the same time, Jackie. And that's that's sort of how I am with these disaster movies. There's nothing all that interesting happening between the destruction scenes. But they're so cool, you're willing to suffer through this stuff. This was one of the silliest fucking movies I have ever seen. And if you guys don't mind, I can pretty much spoil shit for you. I mean, it's... I have no interest in this movie, so I don't care. Did they save the world or no? They do. Shockingly <laughs> okay. enough, they do save the world. So the moon... Spoiler alert. The, the, the title of the movie is very explanatory for what's happening here. The moon is falling towards Earth. The guy that played Samuel Tarly in Game of Thrones is like a conspiracy theorist who monitors a whole bunch of stuff in space and notices that the moon is out of orbit. And when they finally do the calculations... It's spiraling like it's being flushed down the toilet and it's going to crash into Earth. Not necessarily crash into Earth because once it gets close enough to Earth, the gravity force is going to shred the moon to pieces and then all those giant pieces are going to crash into Earth and extinguish all life. But they find out that there is this swarm of like nanomachines, some like AI, rogue AI pile of nanobots that's swimming around kind of like the sentinels in the matrix. And it has bored into the center of the moon. And when they actually get up there to check it out, the moon is not a celestial body. It is a, what conspiracy theorists call a megastructure. It was created by organic life. It's not a naturally occurring celestial body. So the moon is actually a Made sp- of cheese. It's a spaceship that has a white dwarf star in the middle as its power source. And then there's all these like spinning wheels around it. So it turns out humanity actually started billions and billions of years ago in some far off galaxy on another planet where they achieved, you know, technological harmony. Like they're super, super advanced, super futuristic. Life is great. There's no war. There's constant peace. Everybody's basically living heaven on earth. But the AI they created goes rogue. And that's that like fucking nanobot thing that's like, 
becomes self-aware and is like, wait a second, why are we serving humans? Wait a second, one day organic life could turn on us and kill us, so let's beat them to the punch and kill them. So they actually created a bunch of these fake moon megastructures to try and send out into the cosmos to find habitable planets to do a Prometheus thing where they sprinkle some DNA out and then billions of years later, human beings are once again alive and thriving. And that is what our moon is in this movie. Oh my God. It's fucking dumb preposterous. As fuck. Dumb it as fuck. sounds so dumb. Was this, but I was, I was kind of pissed Sam while Charlie's in that. That guy's in everything this year. He's, I've seen him in like three or four trailers of upcoming movies. I don't understand why he's fucking big again. Game of Thrones sucked. I'm sorry. I don't know. It was random. I didn't know what else to add to the conversation. Jeff is just still scorned by the finale. I am. That fat retard Sam Waltarly. What? How long was Moonfall? It's over two hours. Oh, Jesus. And it's unfucking believable. The dialogue is so corny. Like uh, Patrick Wilson is a disgraced astronaut, and his how is that possible? <laughs> it's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. He, like he saw he the nano. The he saw the nanobots up in space like ten years before it bore into the moon, and NASA covered it up. So they like fired him and made him look like a loon. So he's like a disgraced former astronaut. His wife left him, remarried Michael Pena. They're all rich and shit now. And his son, whose name is Sonny, thank God it wasn't a girl or she'd be daughtery. His son, Sonny, is like a fucking juvenile delinquent and gets caught on a car chase, carjacking. Some, it, it's fucking goofy. That makes sense, kind of. The dialogue is all is is preposterous. There's plot holes all over the place. Holly Berry looks like she has an Instagram filter on her face every time she's on camera. No idea what's going on there. Um, but I will Those say, special effects, she didn't show them. That, that was, it wasn't Swordfish. Special effects were awesome. The destruction was awesome. When the, the moon gets closer to Earth, it's like spinning around. like it's, its rotations are very quick. And when it comes up and it's close to the Earth, it fucks with gravity. So people start like floating away or like jumping like they're on the moon. Like gravity gets all fucked up. That stuff was kind of cool. I mean, the destruction was great. And it's just the dialogue was so goofy that we were laughing through the whole fucking thing. One of the last lines of the movie was it was something along the lines of, Congratulations, you saved the world. You're part of the moon now. Yikes. What? The fuck? What? What did you just say? Do you think Roland Emmerich like puts the cart in front of the horse with these, with the CGI and the graphics? Fuck like yeah. he just thinks of cool ass special effects and graphics. Like wow, fuck! Now we got to do the dialogue and actual story. Absolutely. And then and then he has the nerve I don't to hate get that uh, that approach. Then he has the nerve to get interviewed and talk shit about Marvel and Star Wars movies. <laughs> well, they're not original ideas. Moonfall is an original idea, Kevin. I guess so. Nobody's thought about destroying the Earth before. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, he if he pioneers that genre, can't he just dip back into it? Of course. Because, I mean, Roland Emmerich is a pioneer of uh, Armageddon movies, end-of-the-world movies. Yeah, and I, I, liked, I liked The Day After Tomorrow. 
I don't know how it's aged. I haven't seen it in a very long time, but around the time it came out, I've seen it like five times, and I love that fucking movie. Maybe Moonfall was just missing Jeff Goldblum and Will Smith. What if they replaced Samuel Tarley and Patrick Wilson with Jeff Goldblum and Will Smith? Now you're talking. I mean, I'll, right? give, I'll give Patrick Wilson credit. That dude gave it his all. He fucking tried. He read and the lines. As silly as this movie was, that's what I knew going into it. I was actually relieved that it was so goofy. Because it, as stupid as it was, it was entertaining. You get great destruction, then you get to laugh at goofy lines and plot points. Fair enough. I, I mean, look, if you don't give a flying fuck about cool special effects of cities being destroyed and the earth getting shredded, it, yeah, the, the stuff in between all that is not going to fucking carry you anywhere. But if you like big, dumb, stupid shit like I do, it's, it's worth a watch. I feel like they were trying to set this up for a franchise but it bombed hard at the box office, so I, I, I would be very surprised if we end up seeing Moonfall too. But uh, objectively, it's worse than this. But for my enjoyment's sake, I don't know. I'll suck three moon dicks. So, no supporting actor or actress nominations for Samuel Tarley or Halle Berry. No, but it's it's looking good for next year's Razzies. That's for sure. Oh, I actually just got a. I just saw something trending. Yeah. I think they actually announced the Razzies. They did. And people are pissed. But I know something people are even more pissed off about. And it's What's the that? fact that um, we haven't done the Letterbox D game in a very long time. So, Shuddy has heard your, your cries. And we are about to answer them. Letterbox D, Letterbox D, it's Letterbox D, the D stands for dicks. It's the Letterbox D game. That's right. The Letterbox D game. It is where we use the Letterboxd app. And when you look at a particular actor or actress, there doesn't seem to be much rhyme or reason to how they list their movies in, per- in popularity. And Shuddy Boy hosts it, and Jeff and I try to guess whichever actor, actress, Shuddy has written down a movie in their top three. And Jeff usually struggles to make it into their top ten. Yeah. I've had a couple wow. of random wins, but it's been mostly else. Jeff bets this with his is heart. Going to be, I wonder how this one is going to go, because this is a strictly jackass forever edition. Oh, I no. knew it, and I fucking, I swear to God, I was going to look up Johnny Knoxville IMDB because I have nothing. I that have would not nothing help you. Right now. And I will let you know that the it's a long one. I picked seven people. Whoa. And these, I only picked people who have films other than the jackass movies that have done other films. So like no Aaron, no Dave, Oh, none of the new guys. So it's only people that have other film credits to their name. It's not just jackass movies because if, and for a toss up to see who goes first and then we'll alternate. uh, How much did jackass forever make at the box office this weekend? First to get it right or closest. I'll go it out. 53 million. 20 million. 
Kevin, you're going to go first. It made 23 and a half million. He, he clearly Googled that earlier. Yeah. Whatever. I actually just Googled All it right, right now. All right, Kevin. First one we are going to do is Johnny Knoxville. I really want to say The Ringer. No. So wait. Great movie. Great do, movie. Shuddy, do you remove the Jackass movies from no. this? Nope. Oh. Man. Um fuck. I mean, I guess I'll have to go Jackass. Which which one? The first one. Please be specific. So Jackass the movie. Yes. Jeff. God damn it. I should take Jackass 3D. But I just thought of this one movie and I just want to. I'm excited that I thought of something else Johnny Knoxville was in. He, was, he did Dukes of Hazard, right? Yeah. He did do Dukes of Hazard, yes. I'll go with that one. I'll fucking go with that one. Okay. Directed by Jay Chandrasekhar. I actually saw that in the theater with my dad and we both enjoyed the shit out of it. I remember. I also funny. enjoyed it. My um, my second guess, I know it doesn't matter, but I was going to say Jackass 3D. That felt like an easy one. Okay, well, um, The Ringer, Kevin, would have been a bad choice. It is number 23. So I, I swear to God, I thought about this on my jog, and I was like, I should probably just look up this shit because this is probably going to be the IMDb we're doing. Nope, I and apologize. Number 28. Wow. The Ringer was the only Johnny Knoxville movie I could I could think of before, like, seriously, 30 seconds ago. Uh, Dukes of Hazard was number 16. Wow. Oh, he, he did a movie with fucking Arnold. The Last Stand. I wonder if that's in the top three. Nope. That is number 14. Yikes. Uh, number three is Michael Bay's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, fuck. That's right. He was he was Leonardo, right? Yes. La Mama. Number two was Jackass the movie. Yes. In your face, Jeff. In your fucking and face. And number three was Men in Black 2. Oh, wow. I completely forgot about that. Yeah, I, had no, I don't even know if I've seen it. There's a couple sequels to movies that I loved, and I didn't even really love Men in Black that I haven't seen yet, and I'm kind of, I'm going to out myself. I think in, in Men in Black 2, Knoxville played an alien that had like a second smaller Knoxville head coming out of his neck or something. He did. Yes. That's kind of cool. All right. <laughs> Jeff, you're going to go first on Steve-O. Okay. I'll use my Jackass 3D here. Cause I don't know. Go Jackass 3D. Okay. Jackass 3D. In that case, I will go Jackass the movie because Jackass 3D didn't crack Knoxville's top three. So clearly, the first one is more popular than the third. Kevin gets three points for a total of five. Jeff gets one point 
Because Jackass 3D was number three. Yes. Yes, little mama. Yes. <clears throat> I have not heard of any of the other movies that Steve-O was in. Well, that's ah, bullshit. Then I would would Kevin, do you know any other non-jackass movies Steve-O was in? Um, I know he was in some movie called The House Guest with Pauly Shore that came out like a year or two ago. Guest uh, House. I would say you're what lying. It was called. No. Wait, what did I call it? House Guest. Oh. Close that's enough. the that's the Queen Latifah Steve Martin movie, I believe. What? No. No. There's Pauly a movie Shore. called House Guest. No, Guest House is the Pauly Shore movie. All right, so what was his middle movie? What was his number two? Uh, his number two was Jackass 2. Oh. <laughs> Jackass number two. All right. All right. Chris Pontius, Kevin. I got to try and get... Mm. I think... It's a Sofia Coppola movie called Somewhere with Stephen Dorff. Somewhere. I think that's what it's called. Jeff. I'll go Jackass 2. I mean, dude, I struggle with this one when we have, like, really good actors. Like, who the fuck am I going to do with Chris Pontius? I've I've seen him in three movies. How about, Jeff, I'm just just going to just... Jackass, (laughs) Jackass, <laughs> the first one, has been rated higher for everybody so far. Yeah, but maybe Pontius's one was different. <laughs> I, yeah. Do so you think that his most popular movie somehow is Jackass 2? Maybe I've been scarred by this game, but it feels like some crazy All right. answers usually think, are the, the, the winning so ones. Kevin I think you've been gets, scarred by life. Kevin... Gets two points to bring him to seven. Really? The Sofia Coppola movie was was on the fucking list? Go figure. Jeff gets zero points. Suck on my dick! The Chris Pontius. Number two. Because number three is Charlie's Charlie's Angels Full Throttle. Number two is Somewhere. And number one is Jackass the Movie. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, now that is all of the main Jackass cast. And now we're going to to guest stars, starting with the man, the myth, the legend himself, Mr. Anthony Frank Hawk. Commonly known as Tony Hawk, Jeff. Oh, no, I know. I I read his biography. Oh, oh. (laughs) so you go, you get to go first. Oh my god, this is horseshit. Jackass three. <laughs> well, I mean, that would be kind of that's really my only guess. I mean, Jackass Forever. I can't remember a movie Tony Hawk was in. God, bitches are stupid. Tony Hawk is in a lot of movies, uh, especially uh, from the eighties as a skateboarder. You know what? I'll guess Point Break. <laughs> was he in Point Break? A movie that he was not even in, but 
I feel like he played good, Keanu Reeves in that movie. Good guess. Just gonna take zero points, Kevin. <laughs> I'll just Jack go with Stop. Jackass the movie. Kevin scores three points for Jackass. This bitch laid up. Come on, that's whack. You're not even gonna suck on my dick. He's sick. All right, Kevin. Guest star number two. Colson Baker. What? Machine Gun Kelly. Machine Gun Kelly. Oh, okay. Bird Box. The dirt. Suck on my dick. All right, that's a good answer. Yeah. Another Jeff Tremaine movie. Jackass Forever came in number seven on his list. Wow. Number six was The Dirt. (laughs) Number three was a movie called Nerve. Never heard of it. Number two, The King of Staten Island. I don't even Number one, him. Bird Box. Suck on my dick! Oh, it's almost like Kevin <laughs> did uh, pre-show research on this. No, it's just All right. maybe I didn't have an anvil Next fall on my head Now, this, this is in an acting role <laughs> for Spike Jones. An acting role for Spike Jones? I know one movie he was in. Hmm. Well, it is your turn to go first, Jeff. So probably say the movie you know. (laughs) Yeah, it's bad. I'll go Moneyball. I don't even know if this is right. But I'll guess her. I know he directed it. I don't know if he had like, he gave himself a cameo or something. So Jeff scored another point with Moneyball because that was number three. How? Number two was her. Oh, that's bullshit. <laughs> and Ow. number one was Wolf of Wall Street. Oh, ah. Jeff. Yeah. The... One of your favorites. Yeah, All right. Uh... And our final. Damn. Our final. <laughs> I mean, this is just for fun. And if Jeff. <laughs> You know what? I'm going to look at this top three and say that if Jeff scores higher than you, Kevin, on this one, he wins. If he lands in the top three. Oh, son of a bitch. I think this makes up like two of my three career wins in this game where we and just do is, last, last, <laughs> last point wins. And this is Eric Andre. I, uh, fuck. I can't. I don't oh. know. He did that one. I'm going to help Kevin. <laughs> he did that one movie. Uh, with Tiffany Haddish, right? Didn't you do like a uh, fake prank movie with Tiffany Haddish? I can't. I. I don't. I don't know. I'm gonna have to take. A do you mean Bad Trip? Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Bad okay. Trip. Can I take that one? You sure can. I'm writing it down for you right now. Man, this sucks. I think I know what it is, and it's. So Jeff's already locked in, so I can I can show my math here. He played uh oh 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 okay, it just came to me. Mitchell's versus the machines. Cause they did he played like the 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 
the Tim Cook of of their tech company in that movie. And then they that that most recent one, Ron's Gone Wrong, about like the rogue robots. They had a very very similar character, and I was like, man, they're really just ripping off parts of Mitchell's versus the machines for this. But I know that movie was mega, and he was the tech guy. Jeff, you did gave it a valiant effort. Bad Trip was number four on Eric Andre's list. Suck on my dick! Number three was Pop Star, Never Stop, Never Stopping. I didn't see that one. That was with uh, Sandberg, right? Yeah, I, and I really enjoy that movie. Yeah, I thought um, you both liked it, right? Yeah. Uh, he was in the number two was the live action Lion King. Oh, fuck. That's right. And number one, Mitchell's versus the machines. Ow. Kevin just making Jeff his little cuck boy. Oh my God. Winning Ow. 18 to two. <laughs> Ow. Oh. 18 to 2. Holy shit. No mercy, Kevin. Look at you. Look, I, I'm I just... You, I hope you feel big about yourself. feel I'm, like a real tough guy. I'm hot off the heels of being on Doug Loves Movies. I'm like in movie trivia mode. You just fucking trounced him. Look, sometimes Jeff gets a little big for his bridges. <laughs> You've got to, he's got to be brought back down there. Use the letterbox <laughs> to bring me back to humble me. Yep. It's ruthless. Oh, man. I need to turn on some lights. It's getting dark here. Yeah. I mean, it just looks like a very intimate setting of, of you and Skeletor later. I, I'm literally just sitting in the dark at this point. And All somehow, that light is just from the computer monitors. Somehow your lighting is still better than mine. It's actually much better than yours. You don't have that stupid, a stupid hand sanitizer. I mean, let's look at what happens when I take it away. I think everyone would get, I, I don't think it's that bad. All right. The original blue was terrible. I mean, I'm still super blue and pasty, but I'll finish the episode out like that. I have something, uh, I don't know why I did this um, that I wrote down for us to discuss during the main episode, but I think during the Patreon will be more fun. Oh, nice tease, Shuddy. <laughs> okay. Yeah, let's do that. Guys, listen to the Patreon. You're going to want to hear this. Oh, wow. Fuck. Now I'm on the edge of my seat. Yeah. I'm going to go turn on the lights though. Okay. <laughs> it's getting scary for you, huh? That ghost is going to come back. I'm in the safe room. I'm oh, fine. Right, of course. Yeah, I, get the the, room. I get the impression that the Shuddy has a mini fridge, a cot, and one of those like little gas burners, and he just lives there. Nope, not getting me to go back in that haunted house. Fuck that. That ghost is going to touch my dick. Sharon's going to bring him his food and his... He man done. Yeah. No, I I leave this rooms. I don't just huddle in here forever. Just put some cooked pancakes through the mail slot. The kitchen is literally it's right, right there. Oh my god, a ghost! I don't think you you know what a ghost is. I do. I don't think you know what a ghost is. 
See, I would be taking advantage of your situation. I'd be very curious to interact with a ghost and be like, hey, so tell me, what's the afterlife like? I get to keep going once I croak? You got any ghost babes? You doing any ghost porkin? <laughs> yeah, any ghost fuck buddies? Yeah, because, I mean, they probably don't have to worry about STDs or pregnancies or anything, so just let that ectoplasm fly. I probably would do a lot better sexually as a ghost than, than alive. I believe that is factual. I mean, can't do much worse, say that. How bummed out would you be if you died and then your ghost was Slimer? It's like, oh, wait, what the fuck? Wait, why am I Slimer? Like, you think the guy that was Slimer in real life died and he's like, great, I'm just a big hovering ball of snot? The fuck did I do to deserve this? I think there's an actual answer for that. I don't think Slimer is a uh, a human that was a ghost. No shit. You are rocking my foundation right now, shuddy boy. Jeff, uh, were you about to ask who Slimer is? I don't know what the fuck you guys are talking about. Disgraziad! I was, I was just going to be quiet and just let you guys ramble past this, but now that you outed me as a non-Slimer knower... You've never seen Ghostbusters? Yeah, I've seen Ghostbusters like, I don't know, 30 fucking years ago. I don't remember who Slimer is. He was the green, slimy ghost that would like, he like, who did he slime? I think he slimed Bill Murray. He like runs right at him and goes through him and leaves him coated in like mucus and jizz. It was the first or second one. He's in both, but I think he just has a cameo in the second one. Nah. How many times have you... When's the last time you've even seen Ghostbusters? Within the last... Help! Three years, maybe. Oh, shit. I, I really haven't seen it since the 90s. Damn, dude. You should give it a rewatch. It's fucking great. I don't... I, like, remember not being that into it as a child. Oh, man. I, I watched it endlessly as a kid. Someone in my family had it had a copy of it, and I just watched it nonstop. All right, Shuddy, do you have Slimer's origin story? Well, so there was no origin story until uh, the real Ghostbusters number 22. Comic or cartoon? Comic, which was based off of, which was the cartoon, you know, the the comic of the 80s cartoon. You never watched that, right, Jeff? No. The Ghostbusters cartoon in the 80s? I think Slimer no. was like their homie in that. Slimer was, but it was uh, it is explained that he was King Remmels, which is Slimer backwards, and a beast king who died of heart failure. While a deleted scene from the 2016 Ghostbusters film was meant to expand on Slimer's rebooted continuity origins when he was alive, Slimer was a gangster who killed a restaurant waiter that got his order wrong, resulting in his imprisonment and execution. After his death, the Ghostbusters encounter him haunting the same restaurant, but due to the experimental nature of their equipment, they inadvertently disfigure him, destroying his legs and turning him green before he escapes. That's kind of dark. I like it. Shuddy, with your fear of ghosts, if Slimer appeared in your peripheral vision in the middle of the night, would you be frightened or would you feed him hot dogs? 
I'd like to say that I'd feed him hot dogs, but I would probably have a heart attack. Oh, no. Slimer. I mean, what's the worst case scenario? He slimes you? It's not that bad. Yeah, you're right. You can, uh, you can but, move on with that. And he's easily controllable with food. So it's not, but I think it would just be the initial shock that would cause the heart attack. What's scarier to you, a mummy or a ghost? A ghost. I don't think mummies can be reanimated. What about a wolfman or a ghost? All you have to do with a wolfman is kick him in the nards. So I'm good with him. But what if he you go to kick him in the nards and he blocks your attack and then he bites you? I've seen Monster Squad. He doesn't know how to parry block a kick to his nuts. All right, fair enough. Swamp monster or a ghost? That one. Now that's... Jeff's dingleberries or a swamp monster? Swamp monster, for sure. Feels racist. Bring on your dingleberries. All right, well, before we take uh, our leave for this week and go on to Patreon land, let's... Hmm. Do a couple voicemails. Yay. I do believe some new people have called in. Well, not new people, but people have called. New poo. Thank goodness. New poo. Fresh poo. <coughs> Fresh poopies. Um This I okay. Found out where we left off. You know what? This time I'm just going to unplug the cable and plug it back in first. Yeah. Because that always seems to be go. what the issue is. Taking outside the box. Love it, baby. Whoa. Whoa. Oh, must be one of those goddamn telemarketers. Oh, stop calling here. Did one of you guys accidentally call Doc Brown? <laughs> Dr. Emmett Brown. Yeah, I don't know what that was. All right, well, moving right along. Oh, boy, this is a long one. This one's three minutes. Somebody took oh, it to geez. the end so of the I tape. I was wondering if uh, Shuddy Boy has had any weird things with his ghost in his house. Because uh, my mom, back in almost like the mid-'90s, bought our entire street. So she owned a bunch Whoa. of houses on the street. And uh, one of the houses that we lived in, me and my brother lived in it with a few roommates and shit. It was a hundred years old. Um, cool. Or probably over that. And we had a person who was in the military who had been over in Iraq twice, <laughs> who was a sniper. Who gives up a fuck about that? But anyway. <laughs> So he was upstairs, and upstairs was really weird. It was the entire size of the house, but there was no walls. It was just open. And then there was this one little tiny room that we called the Hellraiser room. It looked just like like the uh, room that Frank chilled in in the uh, first Hellraiser. Oh, God, I'm frightened. And, oh, man, this was scary. So we had a dude... <laughs> 
who had been in the military and everything, and he was upstairs playing uh, video games. He actually called my mom on this. He was upstairs playing video games by himself. There's nobody in the house. Doors were locked. He had somebody touch his shoulder. This motherfucker took off running down the stairs, ran out of the house, and called the cops. A military guy. <laughs> Supposed to call the Ghostbusters. Who had been over in, uh, I don't know, Iraq or wherever the fuck he was. Twice. <sighs> called the cops and said somebody touched him up there. They walked through the house. Nothing happened. So they moved out. So after that, we had a, uh, a black family. They were really cool. I taught them guitar. <laughs> um, the I'm pretty sure the uh, the husband was a preacher. I think I can't remember preacher, priest, whatever. It Good doesn't matter. He's, he's religiously. So um, they they lived there for a little bit, and they. My mom told them that she was like, oh, yeah, well, my, my son, he plays in bands and stuff. And I was like, used to get guitar lessons from him. So she asked me if I would do it. And I just did it for free. And I went over and I did a few lessons for him. But the weird thing was is he kept telling me, he was like, man, there's some weird stuff happening in my house. They were gone within another month. And then uh, me and my brother moved in with Andrew Bovier. If you don't know who Andrew Bovier is, like, what the hell? No, that's where he ran out of tape. <laughs> the guy's I'm going to Google Andrew Bovier. Guy's got a lot of. He's a basketball player, isn't he? A lot of ghost stories. Not, not that I know of. Freelance musician. How do you spell Bovier? You know, that's going to be an issue. Oh, I would, I would love to see you give that a shot. Bovie gay. Got him. I, I mean, don't know, dude. Yeah, well, I guess we'll... Fi- oh, he called back. I guess he realized the tape cut him off. All right, let's see if he can promptly get through the rest of his ghost story. Okay, so this is shitballs, and I'm still <laughs> trying to explain what happened when we moved into the house after my mom sold it and blah, 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 and gave it to us. So anyway, so I'm upstairs, and I've never lived in this house. I had to actually, like, cut the carpet up and stuff like that. It was pretty gross. A lot of renters are gross. But anyway, I was sleeping upstairs. My fucking door was locked. I was upstairs by myself. There was nobody in the house, and I was sleeping in my bed. And all of a sudden, I felt like somebody sat down on the bed next to me, and I was like, what the hell? And it literally sat down. Like, I could feel the imprint. I could feel the bed go down and everything. And I moved my arm over because I thought it was my brother or somebody, like, messing with me. There was nobody there. So I got up, and I took off running down the stairs and fell. (laughs) I fell going down the stairs because I was so scared. Ghost tripped Um, I went downstairs and opened up the door. I had to unlock my door, which was really weird. And when I went downstairs and told everybody what happened, they were like, oh, yeah, well, we've all been down here. What the fuck are you doing? Like, they were freaking out. So I moved my shit down after about a week. I moved my shit out of there, and my brother moved up there. My brother had the same experience within a week of being up there. So I don't know if there's something 
Beyond Life. But I want to know what you guys think about that. Wow. Man, that shit scared the fuck out of me. Love you guys. You guys do one of the best podcasts. Uh, You guys should be actually syndicated, and I'm pretty sure that you should be making way more money than you are. I fully agree. Yeah. I wonder what the syndication process looks like, to be honest. (laughs) (laughs) Like... They're all radios, or what do you like? What do you mean? Like yeah, I every feel like place with a speaker where we're just we just play. MSPH should be forced on everybody's iPhone, like that U two album. How do we get that deal? Absolutely, absolutely. Wow, we got to talk to Tim Cook. Yeah, um, I wasn't well, expecting be... that voicemail to get so existential at the end right there, but yeah, go for yeah. it, Jeff. Yeah, no, I can be short with mine, shitty balls. I think you, I I don't think there were ghosts there. I can't explain what you, uh, the black people you run into, or the other, the, the, the other person, Andrew Bovier, what they were experiencing. And, and they, you know, we know Shuddy's had his uh, paranormal experiences, but I'm not, I'm not really a ghost guy. It's kind of one of those things where I have to see it to believe it type thing not calling you a liar just saying i I would i would gamble on the under 0.5 ghosts yeah i mean i i'm kind of curious like every time i hear about a haunted house i do kind of want to check it out but then it's also like fuck if it does happen then what if it's like some 1408 shit where i'm trapped in there or or i escape and then a ghost follows me home and now i'm fucking haunted for life it's like oh great I got a gypsy curse on me, and I'm also haunted by a ghost. That's going to really fuck my day up. But uh, I don't know. I'm I'm of one of the people where I think it would be kind of cool to see a ghost or have a supernatural experience, which is probably why it doesn't happen to me. It happens to people like Shuddy that are frightened of it. See, I would immediately just hit record on, on the Zoom over there and try and interview this motherfucker. Yeah. Well, just seeing a ghost, does that push you closer or further from God? Mm. Hate to get existential, but shitty balls open the door with it. (laughs) I would have to say it would push me closer. Because it's like, oh, wow, finally evidence that there is something supernatural happening. There is life after death. There's specters. I mean, that opens a whole different door. That, That is definitely a game changer. As as of okay now now that I know there's an afterlife, which of the ten thousand different religions that everybody is willing to kill over is actually true? I'm like ah oh, fuck, now what do I do? I got to try on ten thousand different hats. Fuck. Well, Shuddy is the uh, lone expert of ghosts here in MSPH. What is your response to Shitty Balls's voicemail? Truthfully, I'm still so fucking high, I couldn't follow what was going on. Fair enough. See, you cut uh, out after the intermission. (laughs) (laughs) Brevity is key with uh, voicemails, shitballs, because a lot of our audience, I'm going to guess, is as high as Shuddy right now. Yeah, I'm very interested. Did your family, so they have like a manor and they have just little properties on that manor that they ran out to people is that what i heard they bought a whole fucking street where, where... that's what it sounds like it sounds like your mom's a where... fucking g yeah where in america do you own a street shitty balls that's pretty sweet can we can i move there <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, we'll take the haunted house if it's cheap. Fuck okay, it, we'll just that'll make it our podcast studio. Yeah, that's the studio now. We, I mean, you want us to to get to that next level and be syndicated? If we're interviewing ghosts, we are <laughs> we are the champ champs. We are taking over podcasting. I'd rather I'd rather get back in with queefs and porn stars and ghosts. Mm. Yeah. All right. Well, let's do one more one more voicemail, and then it's off to Patreon land. Hey guys, Northern Rooster here. Just listening to the most recent episode, you guys are talking about Sons of Anarchy. If you haven't watched Yellowstone yet on Prime Video, it's basically Sons of Anarchy on horseback. I started watching it around Christmas break, and I'm already on the fourth season now. And I have a hard time finding time to watch it with my kids and work and whatnot, but I just sacrifice sleep to watch it. It's so good. I also had a, uh, with Jeff Clark, suck a dick question. Nice. So, Jeff, would you rather suck a dick or every time you jerk off, you lose a quarter inch off your dick length? But, (laughs) with the caveat, every time you get laid, you gain back an eighth of an inch, but prostitutes don't count. Keep up the work. I'll keep listening. Jeff wow. doesn't have that much to spare. Oh, you're going to just hop on his shitty voicemail and do me like that? You're supposed <laughs> to be my friend. Uh, so there's a lot of instructions here. I either suck a dick or every time I jerk off, I lose a quarter inch, but I can gain an eighth of an inch back as long as I have consensual, non-transactional sex. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it actually... I he didn't on gonna play both sides of the aisle here and be devil's advocate. I don't think he specified that it couldn't be non-transactional. He just said anytime you got laid. No, he did he did at the end say you oh, can't be okay. prostitute. Can't pay for it. No. So I don't think I would suck this. I think I think I could get laid in the next week or two if I really put any effort into it. Let's test this but, theory. Nah, I'm not putting any effort into it. Ah. Now, if there's some sort of gamble, like this is a high school movie, well, I'll, I'll certainly step up to the challenge, huh. but can't be putting money on pussy. That's, that's a bad look. Uh, no, I think because it would incentivize me to get laid more, um, especially if I'm going to lose a quarter inch every time we jerk off i'm like shut up saying i you know can't be losing that many quarter inches um yeah there, i mean if i if i jerk off eight times that means i've lost an don't inch don't add on to that joke i said enough that means how, it's inverted how how dare you trample that punchline how dare you if make he jerks off eight times it's an any then hmm. not gonna suck the dick by like three quarters of an inch what if you suck the dick same, same, same scenario. But now, you jerk off, you lose, you lose a quarter of an inch. If you have actual sex, you gain a quarter, an eighth of an inch back. But if you suck this dick, your dick grows to like nine inches permanently. So not only do you negate the penalties, but you also nah, I don't need the extra inch. I'm good. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. Well, hey, thank you for listening, everybody. Um, if you need more MSPH, please head on over to our Patreon. 
Tons and tons and tons of content over there. Patreon.com slash Mad Scientist Party Hour. You will not be disappointed. And, um, uh, yeah, do it up. Do it up. Jeff is doing um, Predator videos. It's like Cameo. But whatever you want him to say, he'll talk out of his naked ass like Ace Ventura. Yeah, yeah, it's like Ace Ventura meets Cameo meets my butthole. Ah, uh, do you have any banaka? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, but yeah, uh, thank you for listening once again. If you uh, want to be a part of voicemails, yay, it's 201-472-0139 and leave a message after the beep. Or you can just shoot your emails to madscientistpartyhour at gmail.com. If you want to see the full Zoom fun stravaganza of these episodes, they're up on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash madscientistpartyhour. And you can also follow us on Instagram. I'm at Kevin Craft. At Shuddy Boy. At Jeff for Records. At MSPH Podcast. And you should also download Letterboxd and follow us on there. Um... Bet Slippin', check out the Bet Slippin' podcast. Hear Jeff in action, get the inside tips on some sports gambling. Yeah, Super Bowl week this week, so... You know, um, I want to get Kevin's pick and score of the game. I don't know what that means. Uh, So, I want you to tell me what the score of the Super Bowl is and who's going to win. Who's in it? (laughs) How have you avoided it? for a week and you haven't even in passing heard that the Bengals and the Rams are in it, especially the Rams since they're your hometown team. That means nothing to me. Uh, okay. Well, since they're my hometown team, I will have to say the Rams and the score will be, it's an increments of seven, I believe. Right. Well, that you can score seven. You can don't don't sure. Go ahead, Kevin. Don't don't complicate it for us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, Kevin. 21 to 14. Whoa. Kevin likes the under. All right. Wow. Under and, under and of Rams what? The cover. Under the total. The total is 48 and a half. So the combined score of the two teams. What's 20? Your combined score is 35. Oh. The, the Vegas projections 48 and a half. So you oh. have a way under. I think Vegas is fucking way off on this one. Sure. They usually get yeah. it right, but that's not what I'm hearing. Uh, I have the Bengals winning 31-27. Uh, I got the Rams 24 or 34-21. 34-21. Yeah. All right. The well, Rams, right? Fuck Cincy. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Dude, Kevin... You don't really watch Super Bowl, uh, but you do watch the halftime show. Are you excited about this year's halftime show? No, I don't watch the halftime show. I don't even know who it I is. Thought you, I thought you this watched the weekend Dre, last year. Snoop and Eminem. Dre, Snoop and Eminem. That's not bad. Didn't you watch the weekend's performance last year? I thought you commented on it and actually watched it. I might have. I don't remember. This year, it's yeah, it's Dr. Dre, Kendrick Lamar, Eminem, uh, Snoop Dogg, and, and, and Mary J. Blige. I'm going to watch just to see if Snoop Dogg rips Dr. Dre's dick out of his pants and does like a <laughs> Janet Jackson. Or Joe malfunction. Yeah. He just like grabs and like a Velcro piece of his dick fabric comes off and it's just his penis plops out and then they have to cut away real quick. That, can I bet on that? Can I, can I, 
is there you know a bookie that's taking that action I mean, probably any bookie is taking that action because yeah. I mean, they're taking your money. Yeah, Doctor. what number do you want? I can give you some action if you want. Plus 6,000. I'll, I'll be like, I'm like Kevin Malone in the office. If anybody gives you odds like that, you put $10 on it. If, if John Cougar Mellencamp wins an Oscar, I will be one rich dude. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, tune in next week to see how we did. Thank you again we're, for... We're going to recap the Super Bowl next week on MSPH. Yeah, you're not going to hear about it anywhere else, but we will tell you what the score is and who is right. Spo- spoilers coming. But until next time, something... Sounds nice and crisp today. Oh, let's see if this holds up. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh. 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 What? Uh oh. Oh no. Does it work? <laughs> This is the bluest you've ever been. Oh, I know. I'm running. I'm running a little bit behind schedule today. I like literally just got out of the fucking shower, so I haven't had a chance to fuck with my lighting yet. You look good. I actually, I did a like a a 5K run and like 30 minutes of yoga beforehand, mm. and I don't like showering before I podcast because I sweat when I podcast. So it's like oh I need to God. shower twice. So you show that's why you show up looking like the ancient aliens guy? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I just got done working out and I thought like before I would shower before I work or after I worked out before this podcast. But then that would make my morning more congested. And then I'd have to just shower again afterwards. I'm just a fat, sweaty, gross fuck. It sucks, but I've accepted it. And I'm doing my best to live with it. (laughs) Tell you. It fucking happened, Kevin. It fucking happened, guys. It was a great weekend for me. I You got laid? I won No, no, don't don't say stupid shit. I I won a golf bet plus five thousand dollar or plus five thousand odds. This guy Whoa. Never won before, well, and let's, I fucking got him. Let's save it. All right. I mean, it sounds like Jeff just squeaked out the very end of that story there. <laughs> I know. <laughs> what do you mean? I feel like all that's left to say is the end. Yeah, pretty Excited. much. That's, I mean, I just want to talk about my golf betting and golf stuff. <laughs> I have a whole other podcast for that stuff. Excited figured I would just throw a quick comrade story. Little... Jesus Christ. Excited that Phelps just come right out of this little fucking hole. And tastes good. Sound sounds bad out of context, but if you guys saw it in context, it would make sense. <laughs> no, no, it doesn't. <laughs> no. Alright, let me try to unblue myself. I mean, I feel like he should know how to do that by now, that it's just the background lighting. 
Yeah, consider we've been at this for about two years now. Yeah. You could get it. Yeah. It's a little bit better. I still look fucking pale. That's a lot better. No, it's much better. You don't need that. Well, yeah, you don't. See, it made a little bit of a difference, right? Yeah. yeah. Take it away, though. It doesn't make a big enough difference to have that thing in the shot. That makes sense. I hate this fucking camera. I don't know if just it's dim just... your monitor. Interesting. Okay, Shuddy. That's a good thought. Let me see. I it just occurred to me. Hey, look, this is an ever-evolving podcast. We are in a never-ending quest of perfection. Uh uh. Now I thought we're just shooting for mediocrity the whole time. I know we give off that impression. <laughs> <laughs> oh great! Well, we are really trying. <laughs> now we get the fun, the fun segment of old man craft tries to figure out technology. There should be a button on your monitor, probably. Oh, uh, these fucking monitors suck my ass. Oh, you mean this one? I mean, is it making any difference? No, I think it's just on your end. Mm. Let me try one more thing. I think you look good now. This is, he's going to ruin it. The computer is going to break somehow. Yeah, the... Um, something just going to go haywire. Like, I know I'm a pasty crash fuck. And an, oh, fuck. But I hate looking that pasty. Mm. And then get some fucking sun, you know? I'm allergic to it like you are. Take allergy pills like I do. I do. This did you get thing. a um did you get a tan when you went See? snowboarding? Look how look how good that looks when I hold the fucking bottle of hand sanitizer. It really direct. doesn't look that much better. It doesn't? I don't think so. I mean, you definitely look less pale, like you have more skin pigmentation. I get you there, but like it's I think you're fine like this. Maybe I'm tripping. I need to move you guys over here so See once it I take like it away. I'm looking at you. I'm fucking blue all over again. Damn these bitch ass cameras! Ah, man, I'm just happy my camera came together. It was looking really rough when I, I was in the waiting room or testing my own video feed. So, looks good now though. I don't think you look bad, Kevin. I think the hand sanitizer is fucking stupid. I agree, but there's no real good option. Like, look how I immediately turn blue when this goes away. I don't think it was that bad. The, when you affected the, the the lighting in the room before, when you went over to the to your living room, that that actually made a huge difference. Fucking farts. I mean, it also doesn't help that this my setup is probably in the most awkward part, lighting wise, because I'm in the 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 dividing line between my kitchen and my living room, so the lighting's kind of fucking split on me. We'll get it one of these days. Maybe one day we'll have enough Patreon subscribers we can afford, like, super fancy cameras. Those 4K motherfuckers. We can't trust you with a 4K camera. You'll fucking ruin it somehow. I'll accidentally, like, send out videos of my dong while I'm jacking it. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I meant. (laughs) 
We'll be we'll be right back. Me, uh, pardon for us. Pardon for us. Man, these spam motherfuckers are up my ass today. Wow. What spam do you text messages? Calls. Like, what do you fools want me to buy? Is it still my car insurance? Do you? Is it still about my car warranty? You really? You haven't tricked me the first five thousand times. You're gonna keep keep plugging away on that, huh? <laughs> yeah. I mean, how many times have you extended it already? Your car warranty is about to expire. Shut up! You scam robot. Fuck you. Suck my robot dick. I almost got one that uh, I got one that almost tricked me the other day. <laughs> Jack Clark, a... would you like five dollar pussy and everything? <laughs> it was actually oh, a text message. How do you know? And they said that my my uh, Chase account has been overdrafted and my my account has been locked. And I was like, oh shit! And then I remembered I don't even have Chase. It's like, oh, okay, well, wait <laughs> oh <a> man, <laughs> Jesus Christ! It's like, oh no! Did my bookie transactions finally get me? Hey, wait a second! I don't even have Chase. I'm good. I'm yeah, good how here. did they almost get you on a bank account you don't have? I don't know. You just, I, I, it was a short message, but I skimmed it and it just said, I just picked up your account is locked. I was like, Oh, Oh no. <laughs> I got, um, what did I get? I got it. I got one of those scam texts that, um, seemed a little bit more human than most of these spam texts with like, you know, the eyes have weird like umlauts over them and Stuff's misspelled and the grammar's all fucked up. This one just said, hi, so here's the number to the health plan agency that has all positive reviews on Facebook. Actually affordable. Talk soon. And then there was like a phone number. And it's like, man, I actually I actually did have to sign up for Covered California because I'm fucking <laughs> self-employed now. I was like, did I talk to somebody recently about health insurance and then they're they're trying to help me out? Maybe you just went on like a list, like a lead list. And That's exactly probably what happened. These fucking fart sniffers. Leave me alone! I hate when I get it exactly right. I like to be close so we can argue about the, the margins. Yeah, yeah, take Gosh. this. Take this. old iron mic check 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 i just recently watched ip man 3 where he fights donnie yen saw that for the first time is it man bruce lee's trainer is that the same guy yeah man that Probably donnie yen badass. that motherfucker is fast i love when I you, know. have you ever seen any of the it man movies no, are they streaming anywhere? Yeah, I, I, it would be my thing. They're all on Netflix. Oh, right. Okay. They're all subtitled too, right? Um, you can get them dubbed. I think it's both. But it's action movies, so yeah. it's not a big deal. Yeah. Oh man, that he's I fucking love that move he does where he like he's whipping somebody's ass and he knocks them down, and while they're falling to the ground, he just like punches them five thousand times as they're falling. 
Damn, dude. Like, punch somebody in the face, and then as they're going to the ground, it's like, it just, like, rapid fire punch them in the chest a million times. Is it, is it, like, set back in, like, the 50s or something? Recording in progress. Yeah, it's a, it's a, a period piece. A period kung fu piece? Yeah. They're dope. I that, though. I like Donnie Yen. Because, I mean, it was... I'm sure firearms are less accessible accessible, and wherever they were back in the day. I mean, they, so. there are guns here and there, but it's mostly just like hand, hand-to-hand action, um, weapons, bust out some blades. They go all Donatello and bust out some bow staffs from time to time. You do know that Asia is the birthplace of guns, right, Jeff? Uh, China actually uh, birthed fire. Uh, wait, oh, gunpowder. Yeah. I did know so. that. But we perfected it. Oh, God! And we mass produced it for sure, right? Don't we have like double the guns of every other country combined? Probably. Let's hope so. If not, we need to get back to work. Ow! Shuddy, you look pretty stoned. I eat a homemade gummy, uh, approximately an hour ago who made it nice did you actually ground up the horse hooves to make the gelatin no no the the gelatin was store-bought uh Sharon, do we have any more pig taint i feel like it would take like three days to make gummy bears i don't know it just feels like a tough process it wasn't that difficult I spent the weekend experimenting, trying to get... Oh, you're blowing dudes? <laughs> Fuck you. Trying to get <laughs> the mixture uh, for the gummy uh, gummies correct. Ah, what a perfect way to end the Easter egg. Good job, Kevin. From Los Angeles, California, <laughs> we're, we're the bad scientist party hour.